is no little matter, this round and delicious globe, moving so exactly in its orbit forever and ever, without one jolt or the untruth of a single second. I do not think it was made in six days, nor in ten thousand years, nor ten decillions of years, nor planned and built one thing after another, as an architect plans and builds a house. I do not think seventy years is the time of a man or woman, nor that seventy millions of years is the time of a man or woman, nor that years will ever stop the existence of me or anyone else. Is it wonderful that I should be immortal, as everyone is immortal? I know it is wonderful, but my eyesight is equally wonderful, and how I was conceived in my mother's womb is equally wonderful, and how I was not palpable once, but am now, and was born on the last day of May 1819, and passed from a babe in the creeping trance of three summers and three winters to articulate and walk all are equally wonderful, and that I grew six feet high, and that I have become a man 36 years old in 1855, and that I am here anyhow, are all equally wonderful, and that my soul embraces you this hour, and we affect each other without ever seeing each other, and never perhaps to see each other is every bit as wonderful, and that I can think such thoughts as these is just as wonderful, and that I can remind you, and you think them, and know them to be true, is just as wonderful, and that the moon spins round the earth and on with the earth is equally wonderful, and that they balance themselves with the sun and stars is equally wonderful. Come. I should like to hear you tell me what there is in yourself that is not just as wonderful, and I should like to hear the name of anything between Sunday morning and Saturday night that is not just as wonderful. Walt Whitman, A Portion of Leaves of Grass Today is Tuesday, June 4th, 2019. June, wow. The year is half complete and summer's arriving for our Northern Hemisphere listeners. For others, the slow creep of autumn has begun. June also marks the one-year anniversary or birthday, depending on how you want to look at it, of poet kind. It is so hard for me to believe that it has been a year already. In this last year, there have been 37 episodes, with 14 of those being guest interviews, which by far have been the favorite ones to date. With one year under our belt, and the confession I'm about to make, it's time to look ahead to what comes next. I began Poet Kind for a couple of reasons. First, because I really felt drawn to creating a space where creatives of all sorts could share what they've learned, what's worked, what didn't, and for those who are poets, a place to share their work with the world. 
There are other podcasts out there that do the same thing and probably better, but I wanted a safe place where anyone from the newest writer to the most experienced could share the same table, share their voice, and with any luck be introduced to a new audience. I'm passionate about creating a safe space where everyone is welcome. I've been on the receiving end of rejection, and while my skin has grown thick over the years, I still remember what it felt like to get that politely worded, not good enough, email or letter. In fact, I have a binder full of some of my favorites that I've saved. My personal background is in fine art painting. I have an MFA and have a laundry list of experiences both within and out of the art world, but the project that has brought me the most joy in all these years I've been working creatively has been this podcast, because I get to talk to people and share those beautiful and diverse voices with my listeners. And occasionally I get to introduce them to someone totally new and exciting and help their world grow a little larger. In truth, if I could build a giant table and invite everyone I've spoken to over the last year to come for a meal, I believe it would be a beautiful thing. The second reason I started Poetkind was because I was exploring poetry on my own and was excited to share and learn about this journey. It was also a bit of a whim, if I'm going to be honest. It had been suggested I should do a podcast, and lots of ideas were thrown into the ring, but when it got down to it and someone asked me what kind I would like to do most, I simply said a poet kind. Hence the name and where we find ourselves now. Pretty inauspicious beginnings, but a year in, I'm filled with immense gratitude from my listeners, my guests, and the joy of doing it each week. In the coming year, I hope our table grows even larger, that we can bring fresh voices you want to hear, people you want to get to know, and of course, more poetry. At the opening of the podcast, I read a portion of Leaves of Grass by Walt Whitman, who, by the way, celebrated a bicentennial birthday on May 31st. The second to last line I ended with struck a note with me as to what keeps poet kind so great. Come, I should like to hear you tell me what there is in yourself that is not just as wonderful. Every guest, every poem, every episode has a story to tell from the smallest to the greatest, and it has been an honor to be able to bring those to you each week. Now that we are in for a year, it's time we did a little growing. We want to bring more voices to the table, more interviews, and perhaps even guest hosts to help along the way. As life gets busier, it becomes more challenging to keep content fresh and expanding each week. This first year, I dove right in and just started doing it, but now it feels right to take those next steps. It's time to begin growing what Poet Kind can be. Maybe even growing what we offer as far as merchandise, opportunities, and partnerships. If you think you might fit with helping us grow, I'd really like to hear from you. I'll digress a second. I go back and forth between using we and I. I use we because I've discovered Poetkind is becoming more of a community. And that was one of the goals all along, and I'd like to see that continue. As I close out today's short episode, please consider ways that you could help us go forward. In the coming year, we'd like to take concrete steps to growth online, on the air, and hopefully in person. Thank you for joining me today as we begin this entirely new, unexplored year at Poetkind. If you like what you've heard, take a moment to leave some feedback in the way of a review, a star, or whatever form your listening platform uses. 
These help us get seen and ultimately heard. You can also join in our conversation at Poet Kind Podcast on Instagram and on Twitter. If you'd like to connect directly, you can message us there or email us at poetkindpodcast at gmail.com. I'll say goodbye this week with a few more words from Leaves of Grass by Walt Whitman. Listener up there, hear you. What have you to confide to me? Look in my face while I snuff the sidle of evening. Talk honestly, for no one else hears you, and I stay only a minute longer. Do I contradict myself? Very well, then, I contradict myself. I am large. I contain multitudes. I concentrate toward them that are nigh. I wait on the door slab. Who has done his day's work and will soonest be through with his supper? Who wishes to walk with me? Will you speak before I am gone? Will you prove already too late? The spotted hawk swoops by and accuses me. He complains of my gab and my loitering. I, too, am not a bit tamed. I, too, am untranslatable. I sound my barbaric yawp over the roofs of the world. The last scud of day holds back for me. It flings my likeness after the rest and true as any on the shadowed wilds. It coaxes me to the vapor and the dusk. I depart as air. I shake my white locks at the runway sun. I effuse my flesh in eddies and drift it in lacy jags. I bequeath myself to the dirt and grow from the grass I love. If you want me again, look for me under your boot soles. You will hardly know who I am or what I mean, but I shall be good health to you nevertheless and filter and fiber your blood. Failing to fetch me at first, keep encouraged. Missing me one place, search another. I stop somewhere waiting for you. Leaves of Grass, Walt Whitman. Somewhere I have never traveled gladly beyond any experience. Your eyes have their silence. In your most frail gesture are things which enclose me or which I cannot touch because they are too near. Your slightest look easily will unclose me. Though I have closed myself as fingers, you always open petal by petal, myself as spring opens, touching skillfully, mysteriously, her first rose. Or if your wish be to close me, I and my life will shut very beautifully, suddenly, as when the heart of this flower imagines the snow carefully everywhere descending. Nothing which we are to perceive in this world equals the power of your intense fragility, whose texture compels me with the color of its countries, rendering death and forever with each breathing. I do not know what it is about you that closes and opens. Only something in me understands the voice of your eyes is deeper than all roses. Nobody, not even the rain, has such small hands." Some ask praise of their fellows, but I, being otherwise, made compose curves and yellows, angles or silences to a less erring end. Myself is sculptor of your body's idiom, the musician of your wrist, the poet who is afraid only to mistranslate a rhythm in your hair, your fingertips the way you move, the painter of your voice beyond these elements, 
Remarkably nothing is, therefore, lady, am I content, should any by me carven things provoke your gesture possibly, or any painting for its own reason, in your lips slenderly should create one last smile, shyly if a poem should lift to me the distinct country of your eyes, gifted with green twilight. I am going to utter a tree, nobody shall stop me, but first earth, the reckless oral darkness raging with thin impulse. I will have a dream. I think it shall be roses and spring will bring her worms rushing through loam. Afterward, I'll climb by tall, careful muscles into nervous and accurate silence. But first, you. Press easily at first. It will be leaves and a little harder for roses, only a little harder. Last, we... On the groaning flame of neat, huge, trudging kiss, moistly climbing hideously with large, minute hips. Oh, press, worms rushing slowly through loam. Today is Tuesday, June 11, 2019, and this is Poet Kind. We're on a little break this week. We're busy preparing interviews and other material for coming episodes. Instead of a traditional episode, we're just going to read some poetry. I hope you accept these offerings in lieu of a full episode, and I hope you have a wonderful week. I am going to be reading three pieces by E.E. E. Cummings from the complete poems 1904 to 1962. Today is Wednesday, June 12th, 2019, and this is Poet Kind Podcast. I'm your host, Susan Mulder. You know, once in a while, things don't go off as planned, and you have to learn to just go with what comes your way. Technology is a beautiful thing, but like any beautiful thing, it can get you in trouble sometimes. Take, for example, yesterday, I was doing some final edits and deleting what I thought were clips that had been slotted in the episode. Turns out I deleted the master copies, and voila, my brilliant self lost the episode. So fast forward to this morning, and I had the honor of interviewing the lovely poet Christopher Hopkins, and he graciously agreed to record a reading that I'll share with you today. He will be our guest next week, so this will be a great teaser to bring you back. So while today's visit will be short, we are still so grateful for both our new visitors and our faithful listeners. Thank you for sitting with us for a bit. We'll be back next week with a full episode and more great poetry from Christopher Hopkins. Until then, take a moment to join the Poet Kind community on Instagram and Twitter at Poet Kind Podcast, all one word. We love to hear from you. And this is a shout out to Open Hand Spoken Poetry, who shared Poet Kind with his followers on Instagram and also sent me the greatest message about our Writer's Block self-editing episode. We love hearing from you guys. Send us your comments, thoughts, ideas on social media, or at poetkindpodcast at gmail.com. You can also leave us a voice message using your favorite podcast platform, and we may just play it on the air. Our goal is to make Poet Kind a place of supporting and encouragement. Our goal is to make Poet Kind a place of support and encouragement. Let's stop comparing ourselves and compare notes instead. Let's learn and grow together. Do the work that makes your heart sing and then share it with the world. I like to use the hashtag create the life you long for now as a reminder to do those things that matter, that scare you and that bring you life. 
If you're out there doing that, using your creative ideas, your writing, your artwork, add Create the Life You Long For now and let's share our journeys. Remember, if you like what you find here, leave us a review on your favorite listening platform. And when you do this, it lets them know we're bringing something good to the table. Helps get us seen and heard. I'll close with a short piece by Emily Dickinson. I've been asked why I do the podcast, and I think she sums it up much more eloquently than I can. Part one, life. Number six. If I can stop one heart from breaking, I shall not live in vain. If I can ease one life the aching or cool one pain or help one fainting robin unto his nest again, I shall not live in vain. Until next week, we'll see you then. Enjoy the rest of this day.